One. Emergency podcast, second overall edition. Bushwick's Breakaway, here with my co-host, Greg Kaplan. Greg, what the... What? Huh? Excuse me? Huh? <laughs> what? What's going on? This is a moment where I can't control, like, my limbs. I'm shaking a little bit. My pits are condensating. I've been, like, sitting here in my own sweat for a while, being like, I can't believe this is going to happen. What were your first thoughts when you, when you saw that New York wasn't going to be picking at their determined spot? My first thought when I saw Chicago got into the top three, I was like, this is a fucking joke. Yeah, I was like, the this NHL is, so is an absolute stupid. joke. What a criminal league. I was like, Chicago's going to pick first. I hate everything. Everything. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like New York Rangers. Hmm. Hmm. Uh did you did you see the the leaked image floating around yes. like minutes before the lottery started? I did. It was like here's the top three. I didn't believe it. I was just like, that's cute. Fuck you, but that's just cute. But guess what? It was true. <laughs> it was true. Sometimes, uh, what's the line in Glorious Bastards? Brad Pitt says, "Gorlami." I'm smart enough to know that oh. if you hear something that's too good to be true, it ain't. Yeah, that's a, that's true. It's, <laughs> but it was, and we picked second, which. Over, like, if you had to tell me we were going to pick second, I'd be like, that's perfect. I can't. I, I don't know what it says about me, like, emotionally, but even when I saw the Rangers were top three, I was like, great, so the Rangers are going to pick third? Oh, I... <laughs> like, there was never a moment... You're not alone there was never a moment during, There was never a moment during the entire lottery, even when it was announced the Rangers were picking top three, where I thought to myself that they were getting one of the top two picks. No, as soon as they saw it, that was like, we're picking three. We're picking three. Because I've been saying for the last week, like, the worst case scenario for the New York Rangers are picking three or nine. Like, everything else doesn't really matter to me. Like, if you're picking three through eight, it's mostly the same caliber of players from what I've read. But if you're picking one and two, like, you're going to get, like, a caliber player that's going to possibly change your franchise. Like, this guy, Capococco, could legitimately, like, be a franchise changer for the New York Rangers. Now, he's not going to be like Sidney Crosby or Ovechkin, don't get me wrong, but, like... He's going to be a hell of a fucking player for us. And is there anything more fun than saying Capo Caco? Remember, it wasn't even 24 hours ago we were talking with our good friend, Hockey Stat Miner, about how the New York Rangers might look incredibly similar in 2019 and 2020 yes. than they did last year. Yes. Yeah, not so much anymore. Not huh? really. I mean, a lot has changed in 24 hours. Uh just let's get this out of the way now. What are the odds that Gorton doesn't pick Capocaco? The only scenario in which he doesn't is if the Devils pick him first overall. And then right? we get Jack Hughes. Yeah, that's this yeah, is like this is the easiest pick in the entire draft. Right, because it's one of those it we've all had the fantasy draft where you're in love with two players and you actually hope the guy in front of you takes the guy that you're going 50-50 on just so you can be like, fine, well, then it's settled. This is the guy I'm going with. Like, it involves no thought. It is. Now, well, hold on. Let's let's play a little devil's advocate. Okay. Remember how upset you were when the Rangers didn't take Oliver Wallstrom? Uh, yeah, I was next to you. We is were that both gonna miserable. Be cranked? Is that going to be cranked to a billion if the Rangers, for some reason, don't take one of Jake, Jack Hughes or Capocacco? I think I would – and being a hockey fan. I know that's like over dramatic, but how like uh, I made a, I made a Greg choice. I can't. Uh, it, it's fine. It, it's just like the flood of texts I've been getting in. My like phone our friend is Jeff, exploding. who's a big Devils fan, is just like 
he's upset that he has the number one pick oh, because now boo-hoo, he has to make Jeff. a decision. Lick my buckle, dude. Our friend, our friend Pat Dillon just sent me a text that says the Knicks death picking fifth now because no, the, the Rangers used up all the mo- mojo. There's nothing more solid than the Knicks picking fifth. Like, we, we got it already. This is... Is this the happiest moment I've had in sports or the Rangers for the last five years? Uh, I think beating the Capitals is the only moment that was better than this. I just, it, oh my god, it was. I'm, I'm like giggling like I'd, a I don't child. Know if I'd go that far. To me, it's more, it's more like humorous. Like it's funny. It really is. No, funny. I'm generally happy. This is amazing. I can't believe this. Like it's now. I, I, I want to keep my hopes up, and I don't want to be like, hey, Grim Reaper. Like, Capacaco, like, what if Jack Hughes just turns out to be, like, the way better player? We didn't get that. Like, you know, who knows, right? But from everything we've read, like, he could turn out – it's it's kind of one, too. We don't really know. We, we won't know. We're going to have – guys, we're going to spend the whole summer talking about this. So if you want to learn about Capacaco, trust me, you're going to learn a lot about him and Jack Hughes because we're taking one of the two. Whichever one's there, the Rangers are taking it. If they don't – I don't really know what to tell you. You can quit. I'll, uh, you can legally like just quit hockey. You can call your friends. I'm done. What, uh, what would you trade the second overall pick for? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Like, Sorry, I, I what, didn't mean to curse there. Um, it's really like... Matthews? No? The, the, okay, the Leafs say no to that, right? Yes. So keep going. Okay. You have to... What what what's the player where you say like? Okay, so let's just go just down. Let's, you go, let's go down the list. Pick for. Yeah. So McDavid's a no. Matthews That's is a, a no from the Oilers. Matthews is a no. That's a no from the Leafs. Yeah, uh, we don't want a Vetchkin or Crosby. They're too old. We want young kids. Um, and I I also think the Capitals and the Penguins say no. Your thoughts? Those on, two guys mean too much to their franchise for them to trade for the second overall pick. Your thoughts on Drysaitel? I don't think the Oilers would say no. I don't think uh, that's tough. That's kind of. I don't think I would do it though, because of the contract. I wonder if that's the level though, because I'm not saying no off the bat, and I don't think the Oilers would say no. I don't think so either. I think they would be like, "Oh, we could free up money," but I think Drysaddle is where I'm landing. Because what? As much as we love caco right we, I, okay first of all capo caco is my fucking boyfriend if anyone tries to steal him i will fight you he but is at the, mine. at the same time at the same time just think like the 100th percentile outcome for capo caco's career is dry is probably leon dry is it interesting i i want to learn more but yeah, you maybe you're right. Do you know how hard it is to find a guy that can score 100 points in a season, Ryan? It's impossible. Yes, I would say Capo Caco's 100th percentile outcome yes. is a 100 point 100 point NHL score. Yes. I don't think that's a very hot take. No, that's I not. I think that is that mildest of takes. I'm sorry, I'm very excited and I'm I'm flustered. I, I well, I mean, I mean, it, so here's there's so many reasons why getting number two overall is fun. Um, not just to mention the fact that the Rangers, one, now have an opportunity and, to draft one listen, of Jack if you're Hughes in Manhattan this Saturday, nice plug time, at April 13th at around 3 p.m. in the city, and you're not coming to the gym mill for our Q&A, which, which I'll be honest, it's going to be like 10 of us drinking with Blue Shirts Breakaway. If you're not coming to celebrate this Saturday with me and Greg, what are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? Know. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry, a little uh, innate plug there. 
our friend Jeff's coming to that too, and the entire he's just gonna be a smug asshole the entire day. With he's the d- no, because Jeff's gonna do this. No, man, I didn't want to pick first. Okay, all right. I didn't want to pick first, right? <laughs> That's what it's he was saying decision. all day today, and I was just like, "This is the rudest thing you've ever sent me." Well, hey, said I, I, I didn't want the like. I, I guess I would have said the same thing. I didn't want to pick first. I'm very happy to pick the uh, second because we don't have to make that decision. No, so let's 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 do a rundown of the reasons why this is super fun, right? Because yes. we're either getting Hughes or Kako. Oh yeah, baby. We we can now have conversations about the Rangers trading for someone like Leon Dreisaitl without it being unrealistic. Yeah, because uh, that's actually makes, that feels like it's on the table in a weird way. It. Well, I, I mean, Oilers media would have you think that the Oilers need to trade Dreisaitl, so that's insane. Uh, it makes every other draft pick the Rangers have this year super expendable. If the Rangers only take one player and it's set at second overall, doesn't matter what they do the rest of the draft. It's a it's a successful draft. <laughs> yeah, like they've already marked the calendars and and the grades for the Devils for the for when those get published. It's going to be like Devils A, Rangers A minus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you did uh, it. Say the Rangers do keep their later first-round picks. They can swing for the fences as hard as they fucking want now, too. If there's a guy who the every other team has a third-round grade on and the Rangers are like, you know what? We think he's going to be good. We're just taking him with the Winnipeg pick. We don't give a fuck what the rest of you are talking about. Uh, I don't know. I, I do feel like it's going to sound – I'm speaking it into existence, Ryan. Okay. I feel like the Rangers having the second overall pick makes a Jacob Chuba trade all the more likely. Because, again – it makes every other draft asset super expendable. The, oh, you want the Rangers got one of the two conditional picks from the Stars or the Lightning. Oh, Winnipeg, you want your pick back in one of those conditional picks? Cool. Have them. We don't give a fuck. Who cares? We have the second overall pick. We'd love to have the second overall pick in Jacob Truba. <sighs> uh, I want to keep the pick. And yeah, I wa- the Rangers are going to keep the pick. Yeah, no, we don't see top picks get traded. It yeah, doesn't happen. I, 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 I never want – I don't want to trade it, no matter what the offer is. Unless unless the offer was like Matthews, I think I got to keep it. And I don't know. I mean, I'd do it for Dreisaitl, no, no questions asked. But at the same time, it's, it's just fun that that hypothetical now exists. Like if the Rangers were picking seventh, we'd just be like, well, you know. We weren't even going to podcast. Not, Kirby – Kirby Dak, I could really convince myself is a decent NHL player. I'm sure. Yeah, like we'd 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 be going through mental gymnastics once again to find a guy uh, we really like that we can get upset about that the Rangers don't take. I was talking to my friend Luis about this before we we were on Discord chatting, and he was like, "I was like, this whatever happens here decides like my next year. Like every Monday for the next year is decided by this stupid lottery." And I have to watch it. And I'm so concerned because if we don't get a top two pick, like what you just said, we're going to be like mundane and kind of be like, well, you know, this player is good. Like, you know, he's pretty good. Gordon's really, (laughs) Gordon did a great job finding a diamond in the rough there, whatever. And now I'm like out of my mind, coffeeed up, like cocaine out of like a gerbil. I don't, I'm the the best. The best is how many of the future, what is Pavel Buchnevich and Tony D'Angelo's next contract? It's going to look like end with what the fuck does it matter? We're drafting capital. Yeah, who cares anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? We're running, we're running. Heedle, crab stop, caco, baby. Baby. So let's, let's, let's play, let's play this game again that we played yesterday and we got kind of depressed about it. Yeah. So the Rangers could potentially now replace Matt Zuccarello with Artemi Panarin. Yes, Uh, sir. We're going to call that an upgrade. Yeah. Well, uh, Uh, sorry, Zuc, miss you. They can potentially replace Jimmy VC with Vitaly Kravtsov. We're going to call that an upgrade. That's a guarantee. 
They can replace one of Vlad Nemestikov or Ryan Strom with Capo Caco. We're going to call that an upgrade. Rest in peace, Strom. I really want you to stay on the team, but the money thing you said yesterday on the podcast makes too much sense. If you have a listen, go listen now. Uh, so it, it sure sounds like the Rangers' long-term offensive core, pretty fucking set now. Just changed Heedle, a Anderson, lot. Kravtsov, Kako, Zabinajad. Like, that five alone pretty fucking good yeah that's a good so now all we gotta do is figure out how the hell to make a defense right man the Kreider thing it really just came like that was quick it feels real now greg oh trading Kreider? yeah, yeah. Oh, oh boy it feels real uh, now. well here's the thi- the funny thing is that i feel like the rangers actually could now right yeah they have uh, it's it's tough because we're talking about like 100th percentile outcome of Capo Caco is Leon Dreisaitl. At the same time, like, 90th percentile is probably Chris Kreider. Like, it's really hard to develop another Chris Kreider. Like, Chris Kreiders don't grow on trees. But at the same time, I mean, if the Rangers can upgrade their defense by trading Chris Kreider, it just has to be in in a significant way. It really does. I, I I'm not gonna. I don't want a lateral hockey trade. Yeah, it's got to be like. Like say the. It's got to be serious. Yeah, like say the Rangers. I, I, I'm trying to think of like a, like a player the Rangers would trade Kreider for who would be like, yeah, he's okay, but that's not the guy we want. In a total uh, side note, by the way, it, it this is, doesn't matter about the Rangers at all. This is a Rangers podcast, but I can't believe this just happened. Magic Johnson just resigned before telling the Lakers. <laughs> Oh my God! Publicly, what a weird day! What a weird day! Like Jacob, Jacob Degrom is getting fucking rocked today too. Like I don't understand anything that's happening today. Today is just one of the weird days in sports. It's just a weird sports day. I, I am so. This is this will be remembered as such just a weird, crazy day. I, Greg, we're gonna talk about this nonstop next week on our podcast. Hold on, I got I got one more proof of how weird today is. But keep keep going on your end. I need to We're going to talk about this pull. nonstop on your on the podcast for the for the summer guys. Like I we were going to do draft prep. We don't really need to go through a lot of the picks anymore. Uh we're definitely going to have Drew Way on to talk about Capacaco in the future. We're going to have our friend Jeff on to talk about the Devils picking Jack Hughes and obviously he's our resident Devils fan friend who will come on and kind of chat with us and I hope you guys will stick with us through the summer because it's going to be really exciting. It just went from like being a six to being a 10. Next year has now become like, hey, the Rangers might be serious. Like I know that not much has changed other than getting Capococco, but for me, that's a lot. And don't forget guys, like now we pick 33rd instead of picking 38th. And maybe that doesn't matter, but it might matter a little bit. No, that that's not true. Oh, that's Every true? round after the first round, you slot into where you finish. All right, the I'll, I'll edit that real quick. Hey, guys, we still pick exactly the same every other round. <laughs> so yeah. All right. That's that good Good dreaming on your part. I respect the effort, but uh, I was very, try- very incorrect. I was trying to do the Greg Kaplan speak it into existence strategy. Yeah, except like you were dealing with facts and I'm dealing with theories. Yeah. So you have to remember mm-hmm. uh, all that stuff. Uh, I mean uh, – it's just nice. It it's, feels it's, it's, good, Gregory. It feels it's good. It's nice. It's uh, no. Oh my god, the amount of. I was already getting frustrated with people being like, "Oh, it's a two-player draft." If the Rangers pick somewhere between three and eighth, how mad people would be like, "Yeah, if like if the Rangers had the eighth pick, we'd have an entire summer of well, it's a seven-player draft, so the Rangers aren't going to really get anybody good." And now it's just like, "Hey guys." 
Fuck you. I don't have to read any of your fucking prospect columns. Except you should read our prospect column oh, because people work I really mean, hard on that. I mean, Drew Way put up an amazing draft column today, and I feel a little oh, bad I, only for Drew. I the funny thing is, I both feel bad for Drew because he he nerds out hard on the draft, and I think it gets him more excited than anything else that happens in the hockey season. And he would have loved spending the entire summer convincing people that so and so would be great at seven or eight. And now it's just like every piece Drew has to write, it has to start with. So the Rangers got Capocacco, so it doesn't really matter what else happens. I know. Greg, this has been a fun and mercy podcast. I'm going to let you go to bed. We'll be back next Tuesday. Guys, it's going to be a really exciting summer. I'm, I wasn't excited to ever do Bush's Breakaway again, and now I have the 2% life battery left, so that's very good. Man, it's great, Greg. It's just so good. I still just can't believe it actually fucking happened. I'm still in shock. Like a- I'm I, I understand the Rangers had a, what, a 20, 23% chance at a top three pick. So it's not the craziest thing in the world to ever happen at 15. the same time. 15.2. Second, the second I saw Friedman tweet out Chicago's in the top three, I was like, dope, we're picking eighth. That's cool. Yeah, I thought the same thing. And, and one more thing. Sorry, Avalanche, but not really. Oh, fuck them. Who not, gives a fuck? Not really they at have, all. They have McKinnon, Ratanen. They're fine. They have a fourth overall pick. They'll be fine. They'll All be right. fucking fine. We're out of here. If you the want... Sen- senators, the Senators, though, get off fucking scotch-free, and that kind of pisses me off. Yeah. If you want to leave us any five-star questions, feel free. Go to our iTunes and leave a five-star review and leave a question there. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mead. I just used my face on a keyboard tonight, and Greg tweets from Blue Shirts Break, and he tweets about the Mets. So follow that, and we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week, which would, should be a jam-packed episode of Blue Shirts Breakaway. Not like we didn't have one just a day ago, an hour and 50 minutes worth of content for you. Be an advertiser for us. Love you. Bye. Trimble connects the digital and physical worlds, making organizations in agriculture, construction, geospatial, and transportation more efficient, productive, and ready to thrive in the new, interconnected world of work. See for yourself at Trimble.com. With Trimble, work works now.